From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. Get into Geek, it's week nine. We've come off the most awesome crossover episode of all time. <laughs> I'm Ben. Terry, hello. Hello. Mitchell. Yo, five stars Clayton, what's it doing? Oh, come on. <laughs> well, you did, you gave it five stars last week. Sure, I did. It was I? good, it was, it was a good crossover. Well, Before we started though, you say I hand them out easy, and I don't think I do hand them out easy. I think I'm just a, a, fair, a fair judge. And when I see perfection, I rate it accordingly. And I love that about you. <laughs> and I think I down, I, I down, I downgraded it to four point five by the end, though. Oh, yeah, you to have. be fair, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because so. I pointed out all the faults that you pointed out in it. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, we've got all the shows this week. Mitch, you're going to put up some time codes, unlike last week, because uh, they they we didn't need something. to. Yeah. Well, and this week, this is the what would have been the mid-season finale episodes. Oh, yeah, because we're right up to date. We're so yeah. up to date. <laughs> but now that it's going up, we won't be talking about Legends for the next four weeks because Legends isn't a part of it when the shows came oh. back. Right. Oh, came back. Not come back. Black, came back. So next, lightning, right? So in about four weeks ago, <laughs> uh, Legends won't be back. Okay, cool. So this week, four episodes. Let's kick it off with Supergirl. So, one thing that stood out to me, the the person, what's Monel's new hot chick from the future? Imron. Imron. Im, yeah. Something so, like that. Something like that. I don't know. Um, she refers to Supergirl as some legend that, not legend, legend, but yeah. someone, basically someone who's died. Yeah. And they're I from a thousand years in the future. So, so, at some point between now... And in a thousand years' time, she dies. She dies. Right? Am I right? Yeah. yeah. But they skipped over that part. So does she? Is she immortal? Right? Lives forever. As I, does she get to sort of twenty-five years old and never gets any older, or does she age like a normal person? Like slowly, sort of thing. Yeah. Or does she get old the same as a human? Like she's eighty-year-old, but she's still made of steel. Well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. every iteration of Superman that I've ever seen, and certainly the ones that I know about from the comics, I don't, and, and, and anyone out there who's really in-depth with the comics, please write in and, and correct me, but... Matty Gibson. <laughs> is that he basically, yeah, like, conveniently, he's on Earth for 15, 20 years, and he grows into a 15-slash-20-year-old man, and then, you know, become you know, becomes Superman, and he's suddenly 30 forever. You know, or whatever, thirty to mid thirties, and that's just how he's supposed to look. It's like, yeah, he matures properly to his adult self, and then he stays like that. And I guess that's what we're made to believe that Kara is supposed to do as well. I actually didn't think about that, but that would be a really interesting part of their story to explore for her is whether or not she wants to know how and when she dies. But also, if she doesn't necessarily age and she does fall in love with somebody, yeah, 
Well, they're going to age. Yeah. And I remember that point in a Lois and Clark episode. There was a doctor that that they had, obviously, some kind of really tight confidentiality with. I still don't think they revealed that Clark Kent was Superman, but Superman went to a doctor (laughs) with Lois Lane. And, you know, the only way they they couldn't test him with needles, they couldn't draw blood, but they would pluck one of his, or he would pluck his own hair out and they would run medical tests on, on a follicle of his hair. And they were having this discussion with this doctor, the fact that they wanted to get married and they wanted to have a family, but he was going to outlive her by so long. Not to mention the super sperm. Well, there's that too. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) You just have to watch more rats for that. They go into really explicit detail about what would happen if the two of them... Had sex, uh, <laughs> but yeah, presumably, yeah. Is it sh- relations? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm just thinking that, uh, yeah, she died, but no one, no one ever said, "Well, hang on, isn't she still alive?" Or didn't she go? Wait, well, maybe am I not there? It was so far in the future, they thought it wasn't really relevant. Yeah, maybe she doesn't really think that it's weird that she wouldn't live for. A thousand Maybe, years. Yeah. You've got to think that she would know by now, having spoken to Clark growing up, that they would have said, you know what, I think I think we're immortal on this planet. Like, aside from kryptonite, really, we're going to live forever. Maybe, as long as yeah. this, as long as the sun lives, you know. Um, yeah, yeah that, would, that would be a really interesting thing for them to explore. And not that I want to eat up too much time, but I actually heard this is like a, a, a you know, one of those questions, a little conundrum uh, a few weeks ago. It was put to me and my, uh, my team at work. What would you rather? Would you rather know how you died or when you died? Go. Well, I, I'm going to live forever. So the question <laughs> is relevant for me. How? Because, I, yeah, I find... Well, see, that would be my... I don't want to know when because it's like... if it, It's in two years. Oh, my God, that's playing on your mind. What if you find out you die in a car accident? Yeah. You never drive again. Yeah. But what if you found out... Oh, you die in a car accident when you're 87. You're not to know that. It's such, Oh, it's an impossible question. But it would be interesting to someone as... Invincible as as Kara to ask that question, like, is there a particular bad guy that's going to come up? You know, plant I think the, the seeds when, or something. I think know? the when would be less uh, psychologically traumatic because if, if you knew the how, you'd be, as you say, avoiding all things related to that. Whereas yeah. you knew the when, you could be like, okay, well, as long as it's more than fifty years away. Like, if you <laughs> when are you going to die in three years? Well, you'd be like. <laughs> Well, let's go to the casino. Yeah. yeah. You'd kind of just do whatever you wanted, knowing yeah. that, well, in three years, I'm, what would, what would you I'm do? out of here. What would you do? What does ever you wanted look like to you, Terry? Uh, I don't know. So many things. <laughs> <laughs> Start with Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. I would go to the Doctor Who. Um, oh, my God. I can't even remember what it's called now. Actually, I think it's closed down in Cardiff. Doctor Who World or something. Restart it. Yeah. Just for so you. Open it up again. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So there was a party at the start, some sort of where they were having a party before they all got called away. I don't even know what the party was for. Christmas, maybe? Yeah. Like yeah. some kind of, it was Christmas Eve. Wasn't this base uh, set in, on Christmas Eve? Was it this episode or was it one of the other three that we're going to talk about? I think they were all based Christmas Eve. Yeah. Again, yeah okay. Because Christmas is... episodes usually really suck. <laughs> I, I don't like the Christmas episodes. Yeah. Unless it's a Doctor Who Christmas. Oh, of course. God. It's a whole special. Anyway, there was a really good shot. I, I wanted to go back and have a look, but I uh, I, I, I forgot. Um, but I believe it was a one shot where the camera just went from one group and then went really fast to the next group. And then yeah. I was still and whizzed around the room and there was all sorts of stuff still going on. So it was a really good choreographed 
shot. I thought it was and really seen. Good. Yeah, yeah. I was actually watching it with my wife, and you know, Cara's and she hasn't watched these shows, and so I'm always wondering what she's thinking. Even a lot of the crap she does watch is from the CW, so it's you know it's in the same family. But Cara's running around with Alex, and she's like, "Is this party okay? Is this party okay?" She's like, "Yeah, it's a great party." And Sarah goes, "Looks like a crap party." <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? She goes, I mean, it looks fine. The apartment's great. Everything there. It's furnished well. The food looks great. But there's like six people there. Yeah. She goes, that party sucks. Party. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. It's but these are the quality, only... Quality, not quantity. <laughs> exactly right. You need six good friends. Yeah. I tell you what, at that party though, I wrote down, Ben's prediction is coming true. Now, I think this prediction was from week seven, Terry, when you were in New Zealand. Now, Ben made the prediction. You haven't got the audio here, do you? Uh, that's I fine. Could, I could find. I it. was just. I was just thinking you were hovering over the button, so that's fine. But Ben made the prediction. Hang on, uh, I could find oh, that's this. Right. Okay. You guys did one without me, didn't you? Let me yeah. Just, let, yeah. Me, let me just. Let me just find the audio. Okay. okay. I've got a hit prediction. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here it is. This is. You've heard it first. <laughs> the mum is going to die, and Alex is going to end up with the child. Oh yeah. As in Sam, the mother, oh, Sam Rain. Okay. Because she wants and a kid. Will raise the girl. Right. Yeah, and there was a moment in that party scene. Yes, there was. Wasn't there? Where the child, and I forget the, the child's name. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still right. Doesn't matter what her name is. And they just had this look between the they two. They sat of them. on the couch they and they have a little moment. And like, I'm like, oh my God. Oh, yeah, tell me about tell me about Supergirl. Yeah, that's oh, right. She yeah. once saved me, but did this. Oh, really? Tell me more. Yeah, I've got and, more then, and then Alex is looking and going, "Oh God, I love you. I love kids." And I'm like, "This is, it's blatant. It's happening." Yeah, it's I. Yeah, it's blatant now. I wouldn't say it was blatant weeks ago. It was pretty. You'd have no, to but now keen it's, eye to no. spot it weeks ago. But it's like that's coming, and you've like hinted at me that oh, there's a spoiler to do with Alex and the child. So, I won't say what, and the, then I've watched this. Went well. Obviously, it's going to be this. Like, which means we already know that Samantha's going to die. Well, we yeah. If that prediction plays out, you've die got to or sh- become evil and banished or something. But in any any way, well, she's already if, the the ladder the yeah. Whichever way you said, did you say becoming evil first or second? Well, but first. evil doesn't it's matter. It's the former then. <laughs> sure, something will happen, and Alex loves looks after the kid. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. Interesting. Then oh. Maggie Maggie will come back, and it'll be oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we are family. Kenny G, are we playing? Now, you said that before was uh, the first thing that stood out for you. Um, my thing that, that first screened at me was the fact that, and I didn't even think about this last week with the crossover, um, but obviously the crossover doesn't take place chronologically as far as Supergirl goes. Every other show that we're talking about today, Flash, Legends, Arrow, all reference somehow either in their previously on or in the first scene or two something to do with the crossover. Yes. Obviously, yeah. a big thing in Legends, the fact that Grey has died. Uh, and uh, and you know, it's got to do with Jack's lot, this episode, obviously. Um, Flash, oh, the married. fact... And, and Oliver, and both of them, being married. Yeah, sure. Moved on. Supergirl, though, week seven ended with Monel saying, oh, this is Imran, my wife. Yeah, Supergirl yeah, yeah. logo cut to credits. Yep. Suddenly, last week, in the crossover, it begins, she's fighting a Dominator. This one, week nine, picks up. It's like just after that awkward conversation with Monel, like very soon after. Like it's like she's. The crossover never happened. It's like the crossover never happened. But so I, I actually found myself thinking this episode wasn't going to end on a cliffhanger. Like right, it so did. This was meant to be before the crossover. Basically, yeah. Which yeah. doesn't mess around timelines or anything. Like really, this can be set whenever, except if they never reference the crossover or never allow her a bigger 
enough window of opportunity to go and do the crossover and there would have been before the perf- she meets up with Barry next time or something. There that- would have been the perfect opportunity at the party, um, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is quite loud. Whoa. That was loud. I'll turn that down for next time. Um, if, uh, you know, what's this? Alex you know, goes to get a drink and Kara uh, might say, oh, careful. You, had, you know what happened last time you drank scotch or something? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, maybe if I went back and watched weeks five, six, and the beginning of seven, there might have been a period of time there, even between episodes, where there's usually a week, conveniently, because it's a week between us watching episodes. We could just say the crossover is set there. Who who really cares? But I just found it interesting that they didn't bring it up in Supergirl, and I thought, okay, maybe they're just not going to do anything. But then Flash, Legends, and Arrow all had big chunks of their episodes yeah. very heavily influenced by the events of the crossover. So, so maybe they'd already shot it and they just thought, oh, well, whatever. Or maybe Berlanti yeah. um, realised that maybe people don't watch Supergirl and all of them. They mainly watch the others because Supergirl's a little bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> on, on that, on that, uh, I've written down here, Terry's going to love Rain's hair because they shot uh, they went from her being at an office or a party or she was somewhere and then the next scene she's standing on the building or whatever full leathers and all the rest of it and yeah she can get in the costume no problem at all but her hair is done into this I don't know what you call it but it is definitely not how it was two mm. seconds earlier and I was thinking oh Terry's just going to eat this up <laughs> I, I honestly were you drunk were ago, you drunk I must have been I don't remember it all right. Well, I've got something else to say, uh, and it is again about you know the people from a thousand years in the future, past, days of future, <laughs> yeah, past thing. Um, so they're they're fighting rain, right? And 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 Su- Supergirl's all screwed up at the end of this, right? She's yeah. all messed up. Like she yes. could die. They think she's going to die. This could be the moment she's going to die. Yeah, well, she's not. laying unconscious. She got taken to hospital and shit too, didn't she? Like she was was that? Yeah, they took her back to DEO. I was looking uh, around. Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was on a stretcher. That's what I meant, I think, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was just thinking, can't they just take her up to the sun? Give her some sun. But anyway, sure. Um, <laughs> if only they had another alien that could fly. Oh, hang on. Sorry. No, never mind. That'd be silly. I mean, they're in Vancouver. I mean, just pull out a couple of happy lights. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, so the people are going, they're, they're, they're sitting there saying, or how are we going to defeat Rain? What's this Rain person? Or who is she? Well, they don't even know Rain. The thing is, point. Rain was um, attacking the baddies anyway. Yeah, of course. She was, which reminded me she's a lot of. She's supposed to be a baddie, but she's. She's going only going with baddies. Baddie. She's a lot Oliver Queen season one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, hang on a minute, I'm watching Arrow here. This is great. <laughs> but again, you've got all these people in the DEO thinking, what is this? What's happened? Oh my God, I don't even know. Um, how about you talk to the people from the future? You could probably tell you what happened because it's yeah. history to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no? Who have studied Supergirl? They know who this is. They should say, "Yeah, we know who this is. It's X. She is this person. Go save the kid, Alex." Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just seems like a stupid plot hole, which is a lot like Legends. It's like, come on, you've got people from the future. You know what? And maybe them. that's why they didn't reference Kara's death. It's like that's the obvious thing to do is them say, "Oh, you're a legend in our time." Oh, does that mean I'm dead? Yeah, sure. Go down that line of of uh, of questions. But then come the end of the episode, it's like, well, hang on. If they're asking that question, why wouldn't they ask about rain? Oh shit, yeah. we can't have them do that. We haven't written that yet. So let's take away the easy questions from the start. Mm. Sure. It just seems like such yeah, like a, a big thing to skip. 
Again, yeah. if someone from here walked in and they're from the future, you're asking them some shit. Yeah. Like, am I still alive? Am I actually immortal? Like, I think I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, do you, I know, Terry, you don't have any notes. To, uh, no, I'm, try- do- I'm looking up photos of rain so I can see what her hair looked like. <laughs> Just it, you know what the moments pass, Terry. It's just yeah. fine. I think my best and worst of this episode might actually be my best and worst of the week. So I'm going to save those until the end of the chat. But two very quick things before we move on. Uh, Jimmy's new shield. Uh, shout out to uh, Win or whoever at the DEO is making that because when he was with Lena, and someone came with like you know a, a plasma gun or or a machine gun, whatever it was, and just out of his hand, like out of his wrist, he shot. It was like Tony Stark tech. He had nothing, and all of a queen's bow. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that, but the next level, just and it, like the shield, just formed out of nowhere. How did she not see it? It's like Coulson's hand. Doesn't Coulson's hand also? It has like a a digital shield. shield, Yeah. Yeah. Because of course that's a thing. Actually, speaking of shield, that was my other second note. There's a DEO offsider walking around when they first find the giant rain symbol, like singed into the into the field. And so Kara and Alex, whoever are walking around from the DEO, and up comes this really tough chick with dark, short hair and wearing this really tight pants pulled up like she's got the tech, the full armor, ammo sort of, you know, uniform going on. And she's coming, she's like, yeah, that's what we've found. You better go up there and have a bird's eye view. She plays the exact same role in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think a season ago, but she's like the most high-ranked agent beneath all the main players. Like this really tough-looking chick short short hair um and i'm i actually think they might it was aside from the shield like patches on her elbow on her on her shoulders i think it might even be the same uniform i think she's literally walked off set of shield onto supergirl and played exactly the same role yeah for a government agency yep. right okay so you'd have to go back and have a look but for anyone else out there who maybe recognized it from something that's probably the only thing i've ever seen her in but well, literally plays the same role. Well, she came with the general. He's from Shield, old mate from Heroes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just you know. Mor- uh, Mor- Mor- um, uh, no. Morgan Edge is it? Morgan Edge? Yeah. 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 They're all crossing over, mate. They're all crossing over. I just remember. You know yeah. how you asked me before? Was I drunk? Yeah. I actually was. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember that I was writing my notes and I couldn't see what I was writing and I knew that it was going to be bad. So basically the fact you left your notebook at home Probably doesn't really thing. make a difference. No. <laughs> really. No. Um, Sarah actually mentioned while we were mentioning Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're sitting on the couch. She's going, world killer. World killer. That's Rain. I think she's known as a world yeah. killer. Yeah. She goes, that sounds a lot like S.H.I.E.L.D. The was Daisy's Quake's Killer of Worlds? Or was she World of Worlds. Destroyer of Worlds. Yeah, world yeah, killer. yeah. It's like the same theme is yeah. running at the same time. Yeah. Very the same. And actors. We- again, wearing the almost exactly the same thing. All right, let's move on to Flash. Well, this clearly takes place uh, well after the crossover. Barry and Iris have even had their honeymoon. Did they go to Bali, I believe I heard in the uh, in their conversation? They, they were opening their presents and she said to him he doesn't like to use... Which was such a an easy line of dialogue, but ended up becoming the theme of the episode, was the title of the episode, was Don't Run, which became his last line of dialogue and the very reason for why he was arrested at the end, if we can jump straight ahead. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he hasn't been using his powers. He's like, well, I don't need to speed through my life now. I've got you. I'm married to the love of my life. Good line. Good line. Oh, mate, you are winning some points here, buddy. You know. Yeah. 
And, uh, and although she's very unappreciative of all the wedding gifts that they got, but I mean, whatever. Uh, and she has all the same toasters just lined up. I'm not sure if you've got a gift <laughs> registry, like once someone's bought the toaster, it's, it's off the top. list. Yeah. Nah. But didn't Oliver and uh, Felicity, they got them in an espresso machine. She's like, not even on the registry, but uh, whatever. Yeah, they just put it to the side. He's like, okay, I guess I'll put it in the returns. She's like, thank you. I'm like, that's, come on. That's so ungrateful. It's one of your, one of your best friends. I thought that was some sort of a um, jab at jitters. I was going to say, then like, they go and get to go to jitters if they got yeah, the exactly. espresso machine. I think that's what they were. Where are all the alien going. attacks going to happen? In our kitchen? What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I hated the... the um, the Caitlin storyline of this episode because it was very much to obviously Barry's been kidnapped by the thinker and Caitlin has been kidnapped by Katie Sackhoff Amonette like I think for me now Amonette for me has always been and she's only been around for a couple of weeks but for that always uh, has been the flash version of evil Laurel in Arrow yep like annoying shows up and I'm like oh my god why are you here it really doesn't have that much to do Power, nothing. No, you're right. she wins all the time. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. though, after this episode, which might only be her second, or like she might have had a bit piece in like a third episode, I think Amanet is worse than Evil Laurel at this stage for me. I And I like Katie Sackhoff. I don't know why she needs to bung on that ridiculous accent. I don't think it changes her character any, any way. Both names are Katie Cass. Yep. It's just just steer clear, guys. If you <laughs> come into the show and they like, offer you a character like that, just move on. Yep. She was really annoying. So the Caitlin storyline, even though it played into the way the episode ended with the twist and the kid that she had to save from dying, it all came together very nicely. And for me, the ending of this episode was the best ending out of all four shows. As far as being a mid-season finale, the ending of this, when that kid picks up the phone and calls Barry and says that he's the thinker, he's put his brain or consciousness into another body. It's like, fuck me. That's why she was there saving that guy. And that's she, She's actually working for... Holy shit, this is all going on. That was great. But the Caitlin storyline to get there, just plagued with Aminette, I just could not give two shits about. Yeah. Every time they cut back to that, I'm like, move the fuck on. I was just so over it. I guess for 42 minutes, and I hated half the episode. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and there was also the stretchy guy there too. Oh, uh, yeah. He doesn't help much. No. At least, though, for me, Cisco tells him that he's annoying. Yeah. Like, no one in Arrow tells Mr. Terrific he's shit. They should. But here, <laughs> yeah, they should. They tell uh, elongated man Ralph Dibney, Digme, whatever the friggin' hell his name is, that he's a piece of shit and yeah. he needs to shut up and stop pretending like he's Jim Carrey 2.0. Um... I laughed out loud with the flotation device. Yeah. <laughs> it just blows up like Michelin Man. <laughs> that was so good. Thanks, Cisco. Because <laughs> I was waiting for like a new superpower to come when he's just like falling to the water and I'm like, oh, he's going to start like spinning his arms and he's going to cut through the water like some kind of submersible. This is going to be amazing. I've got a feeling he's, he's fallen before yeah. and been able to do something cool. Yeah. And also, he was the he was on the back of that that thing, getting dragged through the city, and he was hanging on. He could have let go, and they went really close to the ground. He could have just jumped off and started running. Did it have a hold of him? Was it? A, was no, it he was hanging little... on. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all him. I'm like, now, did that thing teleport? Because they were seemingly like underground in his lair, right in Thinker's lair, and then 
he like comes in on the on the chair, and I think that's when Barry grabbed onto the chair, right? And then just all of a sudden, whoosh, and they're between skyscrapers in the middle of the city. Oh yeah, maybe like, it did. And that's just like, yeah, this guy can teleport now, whatever. Well, maybe maybe smart, maybe the layer is all part of Barry's imagination. Maybe as the thinker, he's projecting an image. I don't know, but it just seemed like a really quick thing, and all of a sudden we're into this big action set piece and. Like what? What about the thing that you can teleport? Mm. Go back to that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what's the name of the new guy's? What was his name? Was it Dominic? Which new guy? The, I'm never the guy drinking with, or watching these shows again, man. <laughs> the guy with the with the that Caitlin saved. Is his name Dominic? It was Dominic, right? Yeah. Let's go with that. Well, his last name was Lance. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, that's why I've got the subtitles on. <laughs> Sleeping baby in one room. I get to pick up extra details now. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Lance. That's, Another like that's Lance? avoidable. Why Why have Lance? Why? Maybe there's a secret brother. Maybe. Something's going on. Hmm? Maybe there's nothing going on. I just don't know why would you have Lance no. as a last name. They've run out of names. Well, it's not like Smith. <laughs> it's not a common name. It's not as common, you know. I just thought it was a bit shit house. I didn't pick up on it. Yeah. But well, you don't have the subtitles. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> when it's written there, mate, it's hard to avoid. <laughs> um. So yeah. So Barry gets Barry gets arrested. Don't run. I mean, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, CSI. Surely he could say, yeah. Well, I was here two minutes ago. Got witnesses, and this guy's been dead for hours as you yep. can see mm. and no one knows he's the Flash can get there in five seconds where's Joe's house maybe a long way away yeah well this guy I've got witnesses here that I was there I had to leave had to get a bus the 493 was taking ages it was delayed it was roadworks <laughs> fuck man he was yeah he's been dead longer than I've been here so yeah alibi Shit yeah I just, yeah I mean yeah. That, that's all to come next week but but will it will it they'll Shut have him up. in Iron Heights or somewhere <laughs> I don't know I just really didn't like this episode at all. Yeah, right. I, okay. I, I felt it just plodding along, and it was just shit out. Shit out. I'm wondering how though the the what I really like about the thinker now, and it probably came a lot from that flashback episode. And I, this is the one you're obviously away for, Terry. Now you watched the show, but when Ben and I were talking about it, that flash week seven, when the you know the the thinker basically said to Barry, "Yes, it is me." And I know who you are. You know who I am. Mono e mono. They were just talking. The Flash. Barry never suited up the entire episode. It was great. There was big mind games going yeah. on. And yeah. Some, it was almost like a thriller. Yeah. It was great. For me, not only, obviously, well and truly the best Flash episode of the season, but uh, one of the best episodes overall for the season. I think what I really like about The Thinker is the actor. Yeah, and now the character has transferred consciousness to another yeah. actor. Yeah. So while we're going to get the same, well, you got to assume we're going to get the same dialogue. I hope that the writers don't just subconsciously get, you know, taken away to write yep. for a guy that looks like Dominic. Like they've done for the Bond and Beautiful, this is the new Thorn. Oh, like, like new actors playing, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly what I was thinking. Totally different. <laughs> like I can't believe they replaced Thorn. He and was a mainstay. Come on. They replaced Ridge as well. I can't wow. Okay. Ridge. That's that's a cardinal sin. It okay. Is. <laughs> 
I'm sorry for those tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> this really is a DC chat and not some afternoon snore no, fest. The point that I'm trying to make is that they get a new actor, they change the personality, even though it's supposed to be the same personality. Yeah. That's it, it, it's related. And I tell you what, his wife must really love him. Yeah. Because now she's all of a sudden having to just get used to. She's traded him in on a younger, hotter model. Oh, I mean, I, let's face it. I she'd get, be loving it. I like. I get that, but it's you got on some level. You've got to be a little bit creeped out. Not so much. Obviously, it's a body transfer thing. Like that's weird enough. But all of a sudden, there's just this new face that you've only seen for like six hours and a new voice pop and up and be like, "Hey, yes." Let's go to the planning. Oh, Let's go to the awakening or whatever he called You've it. Kisses it. her and gets in the car. Like, to some point, that's got to seem like a stranger to her. Even if he's speaking the same words and phrases in the same way and style that her husband would, on some level, that's got to freak you out. You've got to watch Travelers. Okay, I've got to watch Travelers. You yeah. watch Travelers. <laughs> you watch Travelers? Uh, it turns out that we have, but I... I don't remember. <laughs> Stop drinking the both of you. Wow. We have to sort out your drink. Jason was like, we've, we've watched this. You didn't like it. How much did you watch? Um, got up to episode, well, according to Netflix, episode eight. But he went, he went way past that. Well, I think there's only 10 eps in a season. Yeah, I have no idea. It's very good. It's very yeah. good. Anyway, that's our 10 minute warning. Anything else to mention about this episode? No, nah, because I don't really remember. <laughs> She's very much. She's very Rachel Vice, isn't she? The the evil wife. Who? Rachel Vice. Who's that actress? Yeah, for, she was um, Brendan Fraser's other half in The Mummy. Um, oh yeah. She's she's been in heaps of stuff. She's, she's married to Daniel she's Craig now. She's Mrs. James Bond. Oh, is she? Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's a fine list to be. She is. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel Vice. I was thirteen when The Mummy came out. Wow, what a. What a beautiful, stunning woman! Yeah. A lot of things were going on in your head at that stage. <laughs> no, sure. I just thought she was a she was a she you was a science. And she was, maybe God, I feel so <laughs> thirteen. Oh, dude. Yeah, you can sit there and say how she was into science and all the rest of it, but whatever, dude. Oh, I, I, I actually thirteen I, no, years old. I I very much I enjoyed. Jurassic Park for the for the for the people the characters were paleontologists Indiana Jones an archaeologist himself I appreciated her scientific mind and she was beautiful and had a very sexy accent very sexy British accent to boot <laughs> All right, let's move on to <laughs> legends oh god do we have to now, speaking oh, of oh well, hang on hang on what? that episode I, that, hang on I, Terry just said do we have to go to legends <laughs> no I'm happy to skip over that it that episode and was... I'm including watching it I'm happy to skip over <laughs> it for all time <laughs> I actually quite, and then the blue friggin' Bebo. Oh my fucking Bebo God. hungry. So the first question is, <laughs> um, I was again, so what, angry. <laughs> what language do Vikings speak? Viking English, language? man, with a slightly American accent. Yeah. And the, Be- the Bebo, obviously they could understand it. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's programmed. For- oh, come on, Ben. Yeah. It's a TV show. No. <laughs> Um, I've written down here uh, Mitch is going to love the agent on the thing is affected by Bebo Day but um, oh but then she changed yeah like as soon as something like it was um, was Bebo Day Odin's Day Odin's Day while she was still Still, on the f***ing 
That shit took ages to ripple through the timeline. And I'll tell you something else. She hadn't even gone back. Do you remember a few weeks ago, something happened and we all discussed, well, okay, maybe the Time Bureau, is that what they're called? Yeah. Um, their building has some sort of shield around it, temporal shielding, yep. which protects it. So everything else changes around it. Because really remember not. all the anachronisms and things that happened, but mm. they're still there? Yeah. yeah. No, she's sitting at her desk saying Bebo Day. Yeah. Oh, man, this show. This show really just... There was only one redeeming quality about that show, that episode. We'll get to the end in a moment. Oh, can't we just get there right now? It was <laughs> no, awful. there's more things to talk about. It like was... The episode doesn't deserve for us to skip to the awesome ending just yet. Yes, exactly. I mean, and I'm sure I'm taking a few of your points, Mitch, but I, I think you'll have some better ones too, so I'm hopefully not stealing them all. But... um. <laughs> You know, you got Bebo there. He's a god. He's a great god. Um, for about a week until the batteries run out. Yeah, I know. And then right. what? <laughs> yeah, that worked out well. Oh, and Bebo's in retirement now. He's still a god, but he, he doesn't got, do shit. He got incinerated, but yet somehow Ray was able to make himself small and be inside of him. That sounds rude. Um, and have him fly around. It's like, hang on. He was incinerated. There was no blue fur left. Maybe Gideon made a new one. Ugh. I could buy that. Yeah, but they should have explained. That's it. probably You're how. Right. That, that You're absolutely how they got right. To give it to Gray to take back to his kids. So yeah, this is a good example of when again, my significant other, my wife, is watching this with me, and she only really came in about halfway through, like she's sort of texting on her phone or something, and. You know, then Bebo shows up and goes, Bebo, hungry. And she's just looked at me sideways <laughs> to say, what, what the, the shit is this? I'm like, okay, and I paused and I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. It makes oh, me... It- can you please feel... Can you set up a camera in yeah. your house? And I want a montage on the Get Into Geek website of you, just the part where you pause and go... All right, let me explain this. <laughs> okay, let me just explain this. All right, this isn't as bad as what it looks like. Yeah, this looks pretty bad, but let me explain why it's not. <laughs> well, I said, look, this this would make more sense if you watched it from the start. And you were high as shit. Yeah, but it still wouldn't make it much better, better. as quality. It would just it, You would understand it more. And I think how I felt about the end of the episode, or by the end of the episode, is that it was a good idea. It was just poorly executed. Like, it's a very cool idea to be able to think of what we could, 2017, let alone 1992, take back into the past and show people. Like, I've I've often had, like, this weird fantasy of, imagine if I went back even to the, the, <laughs> the, the 40s and you take back any movie from these days. You take them back Avatar, right? And you yeah. go, oh, this. They'd never, you'd never be able to play it on anything. But well, sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> Take that uh, out of the equation. <laughs> Have a charged up iPhone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like just to show them something like He has that, a movie you know, theater in his pocket. Show them the Hulk, you know, transforming from a man into this giant beast. Godzilla roaming through the cities or something like that. Yeah, they're, they're mind blown and you're like, full Matty Gibson style. Yeah, the CGI just wasn't quite good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know who directed this? J.J. Abrams. That's why I don't like it. Um, but I, I, I like that idea of being able to take back an object like that and something like that that they would be able to speak to them and, and be different enough. Look, yeah, Jesus just... I, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. It was just poorly done. Even I think what Bebo... like Again, Legends is the show that 
whether we believe it or not, depending on what week it is, Terry, you know, that this is the show that takes the piss out of itself or that it it's does not, without knowing, it's not, whatever. It's it no certainly way. is having the most fun at the expense of itself, intentionally or not, out of any four of the shows. So if any show is going to have a Bebo-like character do the Bebo-like things from this episode, it's definitely going to be Legends. <sighs> I just feel what was written around that, the way that they approached that. I think the lines, Bebo, the look of Bebo and the lines that Bebo said could have worked if they were surrounded by things that did it the right kind of, not justice, but for lack of a better word. I just I just felt, yeah, it was a good idea, just not the right execution. Now, I don't have all the answers. I just know that what was delivered, I just think was, yeah, Shit. poorly executed. <laughs> you know, the best character... Or the best part of this show is Mick. We can all agree, yeah, right? For sure. And they're trying to stop him from drinking. <laughs> I think they should make the writers drink or drink less, whichever one they're not doing. <laughs> or stop smoking. Oh, something is just wrong. There's just so many holes in the hole. Because the beginning of the episode, um, Snart was like shrinking everybody. Is he? Was he a shrink in the other I have parallel? No idea. Earth? I didn't think he was. Yeah, yeah, made no sense. It was kind of funny with the puppet. It started off quite funny. I guess that's the theme. Mick gets to come in at the end. I hate puppets. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. That ties it back into him hitting the puppet. But geez, man, wow, what a long thing to do just for a gag. Just shit house. But what's even worse is you've got great. Well, yeah, Damien Darwell. He's yeah, I don't know, whatever. But you've got young Gray who's got the Bebo running from the people and then just ends up in the past. Never explained. Nope. Oh, because nope. it was an anachronism. That was the explanation. Why, <laughs> Why was Grey an anachronism? Only the throwaway but line like, oh, it's as if fate's trying to tell us something. You've got yeah. mixed dad. Yeah. And the, no, it's just super shit-ass writing. <laughs> It's just awful, 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 unbelievable shit. <laughs> and, oh, and and that's a level 12? It just so happens that he's the level 12? Oh, man. And again, I think shit it's ass. it's a good idea. It's, it's for, Right now, it's, it's just a temptation. It's like, what if we use Grey? It's temptation to use someone you know. Put him in the past. Put that younger version. Someone else we're familiar with. The younger version of that character. Great. He's travelled through time before. He's been part of this time-travelling team on a time ship. They were all drunk and misread a memo. Like they did like a, a group test, you know, like a public test. Well, Grey's testing really bad. Grey's testing really bad. Let's write him off. Let's kill him. Someone bursts in the door between week eight and week nine. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We made a mistake. Grey's testing really well. Um, I don't know what we're going to do here. Maybe we have to... Uh, We'll put him back in. Yeah. No one will notice. Change the past. Have him just pop up again. Oh, but and then I was thinking, oh, he's going to be back. They're going to do full uh, Back to the Future, and he's just going to be there. Yeah. You know, wearing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> yeah. You know that w- again. That could be a fun little. Not like they do to all these other movies. Imagine yeah. that they go back to the same spot or whatever, and he's doc fully doc browned. And I mean, that's what they're obviously setting up with the letter. Yeah, but, but then it was cool that he burnt it. I liked that, and and I liked the the lines that he delivered there. Like the that writing was fine. Him like 
clearly I lived a life and I did all this stuff like I don't want to change how I get there I don't want to change who I am and obviously I died it was my time to die and all that was... and he knew he was 67 so there in the answer to your question before yeah. he knew his he knew his, uh, yeah. his time he was going to die yeah. he still went through it yeah but oh, wow. I just I don't know and then obviously Jax like that meant that that Jax is gone I was surprised by that I, I know that I had read that Victor Garber was leaving so I knew that Grey was but I don't think that I knew that uh, the Jax was. Who's um, going to fix the ship now? Well, yeah, yeah. I, it'll just take after Kate. I just thought of now. something. If ja- if if Gray knew that he was going to die, right? Let's just think. Imagine now that that Gray, who we've become familiar with, yep. now has the knowledge based on the time travel that I'd like to believe in, should have the knowledge now going through all the episodes we've seen that he's going to die when he's 67, right? Mm. That may explain more him wanting to break up with Firestorm. Because without the serum, if one of them died, wouldn't the other one die as well or be in a lot of trouble at least anyway? Yes. So maybe part of... Gray's reasoning for wanting to break up Firestorm was the knowledge that at some point during that year he's going to die and it, he doesn't want to take Jax down with him but can't tell him that so says oh, I just want to be with my family which is a, another great reason but in the back of his mind he might be thinking well I need to figure out a way to break up Firestorm I want to take poor Jax with me too because I know I'm going to die this year Are you giving show too much credit? Or the flip side to that is <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any difference because why would he want to break up with Jackson? Be like, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna die anyway. Who cares? Yeah, but I'd and like he, to well, believe it. Or was he the first would know one. that he wasn't gonna kill Jax because he did die, and Jax was the one talking to him, telling him about the fact that he had died. So he uh, would know that. But yeah. but I, I like that idea that there might have been one or two really ambiguous lines over the last six weeks since they tried to break up Firestorm that only now that we know that Jack spoke to yeah. old past Grey that would go, oh, that's why he wanted to break up. That's why he said that. But then you open up that can of worms that, well, if he did know stuff, why didn't anything else that we've ever seen him do in Flash and Legends and crossovers before Change because he had met the people from the past, or from the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think there's any right answers. Yeah. Can we get to the finale bit now? I mean, yes, let's, please. All right, let's move on to Arrow. Yeah. Hey. What? There's nothing else happened in this episode that was worthwhile talking about. <laughs> what? All right, Terry. What happened at the end? Constantine. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> I, I thought it was Rip for a start. I'm thinking, oh, Rip's there. And so he should be. So Rip's yeah. right, but he's in jail. Sorry to get a bust your Constantine thing apart. But Rip's in jail. The Time Bureau realises, oh, shit, Rip's right. Yep. Let's get him out of jail and replace Grey and Jax, they're two people down, with yep. Rip. I think that female officer, she's going to move in and she's going to be Sarah's new lover. Oh, absolutely. She's going to be a so, legend for a start. I'm not the husband type. And she's like, oh, really? Yes. The plot thickens. <laughs> yeah. I was before you changed history and um, now I'm a lesbian for some reason. But sure. <laughs> sure. It's an anachronism. <laughs> it's only a level one. We'll let it slide. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so Constantine, he's back. He's yes, back. he's back. And I assume because obviously we've we've skipped over the whole dark and his daughter and the stupid stuff that happened there, mm, but that's why talk he's about back. That. Yeah. Well, he's back because of who Dark is conjuring. I guess is that the dark magic beyond? Is that what's happening? I sort of got the feeling that Dark is conjuring this dark magic that this. Voldemort. Is, yeah, yeah, we is, must, he, whoever he is. You got to uh, think he must be some kind of demon character. That's why Constantine's suddenly there. Yeah. He's, it, there's got to be yeah supernaturalness to him. Yeah, that's yeah. that side of it. Rather than yeah, just and I think that's how Dark and his daughter's got getting the power. Yeah. They're channeling through this guy. Yeah, and so he's there to to, to take away Dark's powers again. I I got a lot of respect for it. Matt. Oh, what is his name now? The guy who plays Constantine. Oh my god! I can't believe I've forgotten his name. But Terry should know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got a photo of him up on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just be- I mean, he obviously did one season of Constantine in late 2015, and then they cancel it prematurely. CW picks up Supergirl, otherwise it was going to end at season one over on um, you know, CBS or whatever. Mm. CW bring it on. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. There we go. Like Constantine was like the even though he was never part of this universe because he was on NBC or, or whatever network he was on, you know they let him appear in Arrow as almost like a bit of a a favor. Like, hey, we're the main DC TV family. Those other mob they didn't do you justice. Come over here and join the join the big party. You can have a, a, a brief cameo in an old Arrow episode. We'll Thanks give you a star time. wagon for the day. Yeah, and I know all of us were like. Let's continue the series. Bring it over to the CW. You know, give him a limited series. Give him a, a six-episode run in the mid-season break or something. Oh, that never works out well, Agent Carter. That's true. Well, I liked Agent Carter, but they so did I. They canceled that. So show. did yeah. I, but they canceled it. Yeah. yeah, they got rid of that. So I, I but Constantine also, could become a legend. I th- I would like but to a see him. Legend. Maybe he would be an actual legend. <laughs> yeah, well, he already is, and they have to now reach up to his level because. Yeah, like, I, I haven't even seen all of Constantine. I, I watched, like, five or six episodes of that show. Of course you haven't. Well, I was on a flight from Brisbane to Los Angeles. I had a lot of time, but not enough and time to watch And still not enough to watch a freaking... Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I'm come on, man. Late. I'm like, oh, what other movies am I going to watch? Constantine, 13 episodes. See you later, wife and child. Play. Binge. Go. And it was really cool. <laughs> but now they've got an animated um, uh, series going on of Constantine. And Matt... Ryan is doing the voice for Is it, it. canon? No, no. It's thank a- God. Because <laughs> oh, watch animation. God. <laughs> but the worst. they still bring him in here. And, you know, they could bring him on and say, hey, this is Constantine. The Constantine TV show with Matt Ryan is not canon. But this actor as the character is, so we're going to bring him on. Or they could say that show is canon. It doesn't really matter. I like the fact that he's still involved. He shows up between episode one of Constantine in mid-2015 to now, end of 2017 episode of Legends of Tomorrow. You wouldn't be able to tell the performance apart. Like, he is just coming back, having fun with his character, yeah. nailing it, the look, the hair, the three-day growth. I love it. Yeah. I can't wait. I hope he sticks around. I do a little bit. I don't even know why. I just (laughs) haven't even seen all the episodes. (laughs) No. I hope he sticks around for the rest of this season because surely this this demon character is going to be the the big bad behind the big bad. So they're going to need a f***ing demon killer to take him down. Yeah. Give me a trench coat. Let's do it. Oh, shit. Terry, uh, permission to move on to Arrow. Uh, Uh, 
wedding, not wedding. It was like a reception, which didn't yeah. have their closest friends at the reception. Where what? are the rest <laughs> of the people? Barry, I uh, couldn't make it. He was no. stuck in traffic. No, he wasn't. No, not only that. Sorry, Barry. I know that we kind of took over your actual wedding ceremony but and we kind of got married with you, but we're not reception. inviting you to ours. Yeah. Sorry. Just this is for the elite. Shit ass. <laughs> Just shit ass. And who knows, if Barry was invited, maybe he wouldn't be arrested right now. You know, even if he was in yeah. Bali, he could still run back. He yeah. Hate it. <laughs> oh, man. That's just shit ass. But, so the two people from Ivy Town, the neighbours, they were there because I had to ask Sarah. And Sarah's in and out on these shows, right? She actually, I think, had a laptop out and watched. And I said, who are those people? She goes, looks up from the laptop and goes, yeah, they were, they were the neighbours when they were living in another town. Oh, when they had that whole other life. <laughs> I went, damn, how do you remember that? <laughs> I mean, I, I breathed this stuff. Yeah, what, three years ago? She's good. Really. She's good. She's got a good memory. Um, why were they there? I mean, nice that they were. Yeah, they didn't have their closest friends there, but they had Why these people. Why were they there? Mm-hmm. And dodgy. Maybe because he's being indicted, they're finding difficult to fill a room, so they have to try and get some people from out of town <laughs> that don't really know him. Um, yeah, so I thought, well, maybe they're dodgy. So straight away in these shows, you automatically go, oh, we've seen them before. Oh, what's going on? Yeah. <gasps> Why are they there? <gasps> they're going to kill someone. <laughs> but, but they didn't. But I guess they could. Prediction in the future. Um, Thea's 16 episode contract. What I realised is she'll be in every episode now for the rest of the season because yeah. the first half she was in a coma. In a coma. Yeah. Okay. Right. Next season, Thea. Yeah, we've only got 16 episodes. What are we going to do? Um, well, screw it. We'll just put her in a coma, won't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, then when she comes out of the coma, it's sweet. We can even get one of those Madame Swords dolls put in the bed. <laughs> that way we'd have to pay for those ones. We get a full rest of the sixteen episodes. <laughs> Shit house. Was she referring to Roy Harper? Did someone ask her at the wedding and she said there's yes. someone I wish could have yes. been here or should have or something? Well that's what I wrote down was who is Thea waiting for? And then I thought it was Roy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Oh, Roy's coming and he said he was gonna come or whatever. And then they're looking for someone who's dobbed in Green Arrow who's on the team. Yeah. And I thought it's Roy. It's going to be Roy. Yeah. Roy's going to, Roy. and it wasn't Roy. It was uh, old mate. Starts with an R as well. Renee. Renee. Yeah. Um, Who'd you think it was when they first brought it up? Other than Roy, if it was someone within the team, they were just looking very insane. Or did you think it had to be someone outside of that main team because they were only looking inside the current team of five or six people? Um, I don't exactly know, but the moment that. Um, terrific and um, Renee were back at Renee's house and they were talking and um, Terrific said uh, do you ever wish that you never were on Team Arrow or whatever and uh, Renee said all every day yeah and then they went straight back to Terrific and he went on and on and on about how much he hates it I went no it's Renee yeah right it's Renee he's dubbed you in I couldn't for the life of me think of why he would do it and yeah, then the same. child thing worked out and he said he was going down anyway, but whoo, tough call. <laughs> and then he had him back. Yeah. I mean, and Oliver's very, for, yeah, very forgiving. Um, When, just on that, on Oliver, when did he put the hood back on? It was like the end of episode seven, right? I want to say that he sort of put it on yeah, as like a favourite. Yeah, I told you he would, didn't I? Yeah, and, 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 but like he did that 
and again, it was like a one-time, I'm helping Diggle out sort of situation. Yeah. Obviously for the crossover, because shit's gone down and he needs to do it. He's still Green Arrow now. Like, he hasn't... I feel like he hasn't said, okay, I'm back or anything. But isn't it yeah, because Diggle can't? I'm pretty sure I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they obviously his son was at the wedding and dancing with his Aunt Thea, you know, jiving on the dance floor. But and all that. But how but, awkward was Quentin? <laughs> well, he just walks up to, to the, the, the Felicity's oh, mother and father dash. Yeah. and just stands there and like, oh, what's going on here? We used to have we, sex. <laughs> like, I mean, they, he may as well have been saying that but trying to use telepathy. There was just this awkward look. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, wait till they finish dancing and then have a two-second conversation with your ex. Weird, awkward but shit. Yeah, like... Just terrible. I, again, my wife was watching this with me and she didn't. there was no reason for her to ask, but I'm like, if only you knew that, like... Because actually, she looked at uh, Felicity's mum. She's like, whoa, Felicity's mum is a MILF. I'm like, <laughs> oh, really? She says, yeah. She only looks like she's about three years older than her. And I'm like, well, put your glasses back on to maybe more than three, but I get what you're talking about. Um, but I'm like, her dad, her dad looks so innocent. He's like, oh, I'm so glad we're back together and all this. And I thought, if Sarah goes, oh, do they break up? I'm going to have to pause and go, actually, he was a great villain for a little while. Yeah, he was a hacker. He was, he was trying to bring down the team, didn't give a shit about his daughter, wasn't trying to kill her, but was trying to prevent her from stopping him from doing his genocidal work. But he's anyway, now she said, Daddy, please come home. He said, okay, I've come back home. Now they're back together again. It's a really weird thing to remember when you see them together acting like a husband and wife that have been yeah. inseparable for 30 years. But there's all that history that's just like, ah, oh, that. Well, all that history from about it. last season or whatever. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Um, uh, for me, this episode was a bit, again, good idea, bad or poorer execution because I liked that it obviously had to get to the point where his team wanted to walk away from him. That's where they wanted to get to, but I didn't like, Terry, how quick it happened. Like, it was just, oh, you've been spying on us? Oh, can't trust you ever again. I'm leaving. I'm giving up my vigilanticism, you know, and everyone just, just like, completely turns their back on him and their mission and the fact that those six are really all that's standing between Caden James and destroying the city, but it's like, you lied to us that one time. F*** you and everything else we're doing. I just thought, it was too quick. It all happened in, like, 18 minutes of the show. Yeah. Like, I feel that's going to be, like, a three-episode build-up or something, but... And I don't think very... Be- oh. I don't think very believable too that you know you've got you've got the team that they're constantly surveilling people and all the rest of it. And so it was a shock that yeah. Oh, you were spying on us. You don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just seemed a bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just yeah, I didn't really like it. At all. <laughs> One thing that I thought was very interesting um, was the end. And do we mind if we skip to the end? Yeah, let's go. So you have an all-star cast at the end lining up to take down, well, destroy the city, right? That's yeah. the goal of at least a couple of them. And a couple of them want to take down Green Arrow. Oh, Team Arrow. Oh, well, I guess they want to take down Team Arrow in order to be able to, to destroy the city. Yeah. For whatever reason, which I'm sure we'll learn of soon. So who was in that lineup? We had uh, Anatoly. I mean, he's a big surprise, yeah. right? Yep. Um, Vince, who's vigilante. Yep. I've only just put together the V and the V. We should have got that from episode yeah. one, really. Um, you've got the 
the guy from Lost, the main guy, the oh, Caden, Caden James. James. Yep. Yeah, you got yep. him. Bad Laurel. Bad Laurel. There was the drug lord that Digger was buying all of his juice off. Mr. A of weeks Diaz. Ago. Mr. Is, Diaz. Yeah. Right, because I was trying to figure out who Mr. Diaz was. I'm like, I know his face. I don't know where he is. So that's who he is. Yep. Right. Gotcha. But I don't know who that other bloke was. Yeah, there was another guy there, right? Yeah, I, uh, there's six of them and five people. I'm like, I know exactly who all of you are, but I could not for the life of me pick that last bloke. Did he say anything? I thought, I kind of feel like he did, but it didn't help. Because you could go back, well, it would with the subtitles because they say in brackets who's saying what. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I need to go I back and have a look. Remember. But yeah. yeah, so they are an odd bunch of people to come together. Yeah. yeah. Any theories? Oh, isn't it like the your enemy, the enemy of your enemy is my enemy kind of theory? Maybe sure. Yeah, and so, I'd say Caden James, like he he's he's happily he's hacked into everything. He knows everything that's going on. He would be aware of I think everyone else, and probably with say Diaz, like he would be aware that Team Arrow took that guy down or his establishment. Uh, obviously, Bad Laurel, the same. The bloke, I'm sure that we don't recognise the same deal as well. Um, and Anatoly, I, how they come into contact, I. Well, he was uh, there earlier this season, right? He wanted something. Yeah. Other, and Oliver stopped him. Or yeah, something. and they've had a falling out. Now, the. Okay, my nitpick for this is when after like we we see Tim Arrow and they walk away from the the left. What's left of them walk away? Go, we got to sort this shit out. Then we cut to a surveillance screen, and. The bad guys, this Legion of Doom 2.0, are watching it. And that's when Bad Laurel goes in and goes, That camera that you had me sneak in and install three months ago? And I'm like, What a convenient time for you yeah. to bring that up into everyday conversation. And he's like, Yes, this is the exact thing that I was hoping for it to be there for, to witness. I'm like, This is all so convenient. It's actually making me physically ill. <laughs> but we move on from that. The biggest question mark I had of that entire Legion of Doom 2.0. Why the f*** is Vigilante there? He's not yeah, a... Vigilante... He's, he's not a bad guy. That's right. He kills bad guys. He's Arrow season one, but to the next level. He is out killing bad guys. Yeah. He's there going, Arrow, love what you're doing. You're doing a horrible job at it because the old better. line, I punch them, they get... Uh, you, you know, you punch them, they get back up. I hit them, they, get back, uh, they stay down again. Maybe it's a bit Malcolm Merlin and the Glades, like he just thinks the city can't be saved, so they're all bad. So we just need to start again. Maybe. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. There's that. Maybe getting on the inside or take down Team Arrow, which he's always been trying to do. He'll try and save his ex-wife, even though she obviously, or ex-fiance, even though she doesn't want saving from him anymore. But he'll still try and save her, rest the team, Wait. and then from the inside take down the bad guys. Wait, I just had a thought. <laughs> was the other guy the sixth guy? Was he young or old? Uh, define. Young or old? <laughs> well, my point is, it wasn't uh, Slade Wilson's son, was it? No, no, he was older than that. Right? Yeah, because that'd be something. Because no, that's that happened. Guy. That's happened this year. That's yeah. happened this season. Yeah. yeah. They normally have things happen for a reason, right? That's true. The reason may not be good, Terry, <laughs> but it's normally for something. Will you happen. know what? If if Warner Brothers. Thank you, Doctor. Yeah. Overall, the big head honchos, the movie DC World, hadn't made this decision a few weeks ago, which we're going to. Maybe that would have been Slade's son. Now, a few weeks ago, it came out that movie DC, which 
hold all the big cards and chips and all that sort of shit, have instructed that Arrow or the Belanti universe are not allowed to use Deathstroke for the foreseeable future. Because, much like the way they do with Superman... Okay, he's been sort of lent to Supergirl for three episodes. They can't make a Superman TV show. They obviously want to keep him for the films. They can't throw in Gotham. They can't throw in Batman into an Arrow episode. He can't actually go and meet Bruce Wayne and go on a mission with Batman. Batman is off-limits for the TV world right now. Even though there's Gotham, it's not it's not full-grown Batman. So they're not allowed to use those characters because they obviously don't want to confuse us dumb audience if they go on, even though they've got two flashes, whatever. But they're keeping them for the movies. They're big guns. We're keeping them for the big budget films. They're going to make... It's, again, one of the thousand films that DC are planning on making. Uh, Warner Brothers are making DC films. A Deathstroke film. They're going to make a Deathstroke solo movie, apparently. Originally, he was going to be the... uh, No, with uh, Joe Manganiello who has been cast as Deathstroke in the DC film universe, was supposed to play him in the Ben Affleck solo Batman film. That's since been rewritten from page one. So they don't know, we don't know as fans, whether or not he's going to come back into it or not. Either way, he has been cast and certified, and I don't need to spoil other things for other people in the room that haven't seen certain things. But DC movies have told DC TV, you can't use Deathstroke right now. So Manu Bennett, him walking off into the smoke that time a few weeks ago. That was it. That kind of... If we never see him again, then it was a good out. If we do see him again, well, we're always going to see him again. But right now, they're not allowed to use him. I reckon if they didn't have that instruction, you would absolutely put Slade Sun in there because then you get to bring back Deathstroke and you get to have an all-star villain team against Arrow, who's desperate for friends. Maybe you bring back Roy Harper in a couple of weeks. You bring on Slade. Thea's and, awake. Hey, Thea's awake. Yeah. It's it's old school a Team Arrow again. Where's Malcolm? Well, yes. Where is Malcolm? Except Malcolm all over the island. Died. Or is he? He was blown to pieces. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We didn't see him die. That. No, we but never I, saw him. I unfortunately. Now he's the magician. I... Whoa, 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 whoa! You fucking have already said it. Now you just spoiled it for me. I have not. You did. Oh. Unfortunately, oh, actually, you could be like, unfortunately, I read they did kill him off. Or you could say, unfortunately, I've already read that they're bringing him back. So it could go either way. Thanks, you can stop right there. Thanks. Woo! That was close, Mitchell. That was close to a spoiler. Woo! My goodness, I've got a sweat on. Let's do our scores around the ground. Boo! Mitchell, what's your scores uh, for the week? Look, across the board, this is not a very good week. It was awful. Legends is, for me, the worst. Of course. Obviously. I mean, hang on, let me write that down. Let's but, cement that for you. Yeah. Put Legends in fourth place. Yeah. One to three. There's no need for you to be shocked what I've put in three or be shocked at what I've put in number one. It's just a very mediocre week this week. Sure, just let us have it. Legends, four. Three, Flash. Two, Supergirl. One, Arrow. Woo, yeah. And what did I, did I hear you say you were going to copy, Terry? Yeah, I'm copying. Wow, that's... Uh... Super interesting. I think that's... Is that two weeks that I've put Arrow at number one at some point? It's definitely an anomaly that's becoming more frequent. <laughs> so I was I was asked by Sarah what I thought about Arrow. And I said, well, simply put, there were a lot of good elements in Arrow as far as details revealed to me, the audience. You know, a lot of things happened. We got to see Anatoly. We got to see all the things we've just discussed. Good details. 
but it was put together pretty poorly mm. and a bit of a non-compelling all over the place story. Yeah. As you said, they rushed the, the scene of the, the, the team breaking up. That should have been, you know, pl- little seeds here and there for weeks. But no, it's just bang, let's get them out in half an episode. It's done. So, Supergirl on top this week for me. Mm. Arrow number two. So I'd explain myself before giving my scores. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yes, Flash Flash and Legends Legends down the bottom. Yes, terrible. Shithouse, in fact. Yeah, it was was tough for me because I think Flash, the good half of Flash, was better than Supergirl. But because it was good and then shit with the Caitlin Amonette storyline, it was such a mix for me that I kind of punished it for that, whereas Supergirl was just sort of across the board. Meh. I mean, maybe Flash could have been given the upper hand because I think that it ended really, really well. I thought that was great. And I think Arrow was like Supergirl. It was just sort of meh across the whole thing. But between the two, Arrow was better for me than Supergirl. So it's it's not a week to really delve deep into our scores and why. It's just like they're, they're so similar this week, except for Legends. Nonetheless, the history books will read them and they will be <laughs> just scores on a piece of paper. Yes. Unless the Legends come in and mess them all up. So we have Arrow on top with 11. Yep. Then Supergirl, then with uh, 10, and then uh, Flash, 6, and Legends down the bottom with 3. <laughs> Should be minus 3. <laughs> um, best and the worst for the week. Mitchell, you had something to say? Um, I, I think I forgot to really keep an eye out for this throughout Flash, Legends, and Arrow, but even retroactively, I don't think that anything was... Again, for the best, pretty mediocre week. Uh, I actually really liked Rain's first attack, even though you didn't see Rain, really, sort of like flashes of the cape and the boot, but when she came down to the docks and just started flat-out murdering drug dealers, arms dealers, whatever the hell they were... Yep. I don't know. I really like the way it was done for, again, the CW. We're not going to see a lot of blood and stuff. It seemed like a very violent scene. And again, while she was acting somewhat like a vigilante taking down bad guys, it was still done really brutally. And I don't know. I just like the way that it was seen, the fear in the in the, in uh, in the the victim's eyes and and the way that yeah, it was choreographed or, or edited. I don't know. I, I, I quite liked that. Then come the end of the episode for my worst... Supergirl and her are fighting through the city. That's all fine. Whatever, whatever. She throws Supergirl from, I think, the ground. You know, punches her and she goes sailing. Lands on a rooftop which looked almost identical to the one that she fought, you know, Terry Hatcher on last year. Whatever. Rain, like, flies up, lands and walks toward her and goes, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, f***ing really? <laughs> like, cliche dialogue let's 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 break it down that is among the worst shit you could put in there why does that I didn't like obviously you've been fighting it for fucking five minutes we know you're out to kill her and you get up and it's like I'm gonna kill you I, I don't even know anyone that could deliver that well uh, 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 Odette who, who, who was the actress that plays Rain certainly didn't deliver it well but it's a shit line I, I just thought that was such a shit piece of dialogue. There's no point for that. It's a CW. What are they going to say? Land I'm and gonna... walk past the camera. That's all you need. This yeah. person is so evil, well, so I'm menacing. Sure. Just doesn't even need to talk. Walk up, land the killing blow, throw off the roof without saying a f-ing word. Yeah, that's but instead bad. you land I'm going to kill you, just in case you were confused. Yeah, Christ, that was bad. I just thought of something else, actually. She picked up some sort of 
pipe that was still attached to concrete that was obviously ripped out of the ground or something, right? And smashed Supergirl in the head with it. Yeah. And then Supergirl was bleeding. Yeah. Now, I've just thought, no matter who's wielding it, it shouldn't hurt her because she gets thrown through buildings each week. Yeah, it doesn't get cut. Doesn't matter. It should just disintegrate against her. The only thing that potentially could hurt her is her own fists. Yeah. Right? Or the heat beams or something like that. Yeah, like... Or is there something to do with trauma that if you're thrown through something is different to being hit with something? I need to get going. What do you mean? I've got to do name tags and stuff. We've got an event tonight. Oh. (laughs) Terry's wrapping us up We'll have to talk about how shit Supergirl was another time. (laughs) We're getting to the finer points of battle scenes here and you've got to leave and do name tags. Goodness me. I've got an event. All right, well, Terry, you head off. Mitchell, you tell us what else. Oh, do you have a do you have a, a best and the worst for the week? Um, well, the worst is I, clearly that you worst, have to leave. The worst, <laughs> the worst was Bebo. Oh yeah, okay. Um, and I don't think I had a best. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Off you go. See you next time. Get into geek.com.